0: All right.
1: All right. Sherlock Holmes, Andrew Watson, solving crimes, other times. <laughs> I don't even know why you commissioned the intro song. I see
0: you and you see me. Watch you blowing the line when you're making a scene. Oh, girl, you've got to know what my hair head-
1: And welcome to the seventh episode of your favorite letter-based podcast We're, it's about,
0: L-M-N-O-P, we're about the alphabet
1: We love it
0: Our favorite segment is those five letters
1: mm-hmm. Listen, we think all 26 letters are important, but especially the middle five
0: mm-hmm. Just kidding, we're L-M-N-O-P, a podcast about the greatest show on television
1: Malcolm elementary. in the Middle What?
0: Ele- elementary
1: Malcolm in the Middle is essentially Sherlock Holmes but in a family setting. And by that I mean Malcolm is really smart
0: and there's no mysteries to solve almost ever.
1: Um sometimes there's a mystery of who put the ham in the toilet. That was not an episode, but you know, you get the gist.
0: You just came up with that off the off the dome? Mm-hmm. Was that were you p- pulling from real life?
1: Yeah. I ruined Christmas yeah, was several it, years in a row. Was it you? Mhm. It was me. Yeah.
0: Normally I just am the ham in the toilet. on the toilet normally i just am the ham on the toilet
1: sometimes i'm green eggs and ham on the toilet
0: sometimes so this week we watched season one episode seven one way to get off which gross yeah or or not
1: my my first thought was the the sexual implication
0: Mm -hmm. and um you know maybe it is about that we don't know. So, first of all, before we get into the elementary episode, I do want to mention um, you may have heard a very interesting ditty at the beginning of this episode. That was our new opening song. Woo! And it was commissioned from Noah Geist. Shout out Noah Geist at Owl Dude. On Twitter, who um, made the mashup for us, and we like it.
1: Do you know a Geist? Because I know a Geist. Well,
0: I know two Geists. The other one being Summer Geist at Stellar Ghost on Twitter, who made our podcast art. Yeah. So that's a combination of um, Private Eyes by Holland Holland Oates and um, the elementary opening theme song by someone else.
1: Uh, also known as um, Marbles Keep On Rolling. By who? Um, by. Round ball. It's a different. It's a different name. It's it's different. Don't worry about it. Don't question it.
0: Who calls it that? Who? I do. Okay, that's what I was trying to get. Oh. At. So this episode. Um, just to preface it, this one is one of the more grisly ones. I feel like. Um. Uh. I guess it's not. It's just kind of front loaded with that, but because it starts with a creepy guy in a creepy mask, um, walking through a house and coming upon. His two soon-to-be murder victims.
1: Mm, Who are tied up in chairs.
0: And have pillows um, strapped to their heads. Yeah, and um, it's not fun. And he kills them. Um, You hear the shots, and then it's smash cuts to a pink smoothie in the blender. (sniffs)
1: I just – that was just – I didn't even pick up on that, and I'm glad I didn't.
0: I did not like it. Yeah. At all. Yeah. It's gross. The smoothie, though, is just a regular smoothie. Joan is making a smoothie.
1: Yeah, it's just like strawberry milk brains. What would you say? Just strawberry and milk. And bananas? And bananas, yeah. Bananas,
0: yeah. So um, Sherlock is is down there as well, and he's being very perfunctory. He's just saying – Hello, when she says good morning to him.
1: He's like a moody teenager.
0: Mm -hmm. And he takes his cereal in his slightly too large bowl and goes back up to his room to eat it. And uh, Joan goes, um, Joan comes up to him and she's like, okay, this has got to stop. This is only spoken, speaking when spoken to. I know that you're mad because I talked to Alistair about Irene and I learned that Irene exists and that her name is Irene. I know that I overstepped a boundary that you didn't want me to overstep, but it's my job to do that as a sober companion. So mm-hmm. nut up, Sherlock.
1: Yeah, get over it, brah.
0: Right. And also tell me more about her.
1: Yeah, because yes. I want to know. So you can heal. Yeah, I'm also wicked curious, but also you healing is good.
0: Yeah, it's mostly the healing, but also it'd be cool. So she sounds interesting. So, And he's like, well, um, no, I don't like that. And then he gets, he gets a text and we, the audience, see that it's from Gregson saying there's been a double homicide. and um, But Joan doesn't know that. So Sherlock says to Joan, he's like, you know, you're so right. And I... I'm going to be more open with you, and uh, I respect your process, and let's let's have a toast. But I don't have my coffee, so let me just go to the kitchen and get my coffee. And he gets up and-
1: Walks out the front door. Walks out the
0: front door. and You hear it slam. He goes out for a pack of cigarettes. Uh, and- uh, <laughs> He's at the, he goes to the crime scene Sherlock goes to the murder scene And um, Gregson's like, oh, Joan's not here And Sherlock is like, her cousin's leg caught on fire Um <laughs> That is actually a, a line from uh, What Trixie Mattel said at her Um, at her town Uh performance when Trixie Mattel was telling a story that included her being out of town for All Stars 3 but she couldn't actually say that in because of the NDA uh-huh. she said oh and you know for a couple months there I was out of town because my grandma's leg caught on fire uh, or burned down I think <laughs> her grandma's leg burned down,
1: burned
0: down. Um, and we were all just like oh I see wink.'" So they go to the crime scene which is in the kitchen or living room or dining room. I shouldn't have said what room it is. They go to the crime scene.
1: <laughs> it's a it's a room. It's, it's a huge house, so. It's
0: a big mansion there. It's
1: one of four living rooms,
0: probably. So, um this crime scene like I said it's very bloody and like gross, but
1: <laughs> I mean uh, well, I mean honestly to be fair like the the I mean yes, the the opening is a little a little graphic it's two gunshots but Mm. but like it's not like there are brains all over the place it's true it's it's you know they don't show any of the gore i mean especially because the the victims have the pillow strapped to their head there's red on the pillow
0: yeah, yeah, that's true. And also the red is like very clearly water and food coloring. <laughs> the second time I was watching it, I was like, the first time I was watching it, actually, I was like, this blood would be like brown, by the, by the time they got there, it'd be really dark, and it would not be bright red like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, but people are stupid. And if there was a brown stain, they'd be like, Oh, the killer then shit on them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we call him the doo-doo killer. <laughs> um, it's
1: a doo-doo catastrophe. Did who do- I, thought, I meant to say disaster but I also said catastrophe <laughs> you said catastrophe did-astrophe, yeah
0: it's a do 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 um but wait he it's a who do do did boo <laughs> 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 um
1: we're gonna get to the bottom of this case
0: oh, something smells shitty
1: no, that's, that's the shit
0: murder most fart <laughs> <laughs>
1: Murder most fouled isn't fouling. Fouled, fouled.
0: like foul your trousers.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which I have never done, especially not twice at work. Anyway.
0: So. The strange thing about these murders is that it looks just like a string of other serial murders that happened in 1999.
1: 1999. Was it like eight years ago at this point? Uh,
0: No, at that point, it's uh, 14, Hmm. 15.
1: 15.
0: 14, 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, And uh, it's like very, very similar. And-
1: In fact, Gregson said walking into the crime scene, it it felt like uh, he was walking into a a nightmare that he stopped having a long time ago. Because Gregson's also a poet. Yes. Yes, it is. And he didn't even know it, but he sure likes to show it. Okay. Hope he doesn't blow it. If he had a bird, he'd crow it.
0: Okay. Yeah. So Gregson knows about this because he worked the original murders, Mm -hmm. caught the original guy, a guy named Wade Cruz. And Sherlock is like, yeah, 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 I know, I know all about this because I know a lot about, I know about a lot of stuff, so.
1: I love reading old cases. Mm-hmm.
0: And of course he would read up on um, Captain Gregson before working with his squad.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and this is especially important because this is like a big case in Gregson's career. It's, it's without this, who knows if he'd even be captain.
0: Good point. Good point. I like this, Sherlock pulls up a picture of Wade Cruz from his arrest and is like, oh, it's like, always nice when a psychopath grooms himself to look the part because he's got <laughs> the, like, handlebar mustache and, like, long, greasy hair.
1: Mm-hmm. Looks like he hasn't showered in two weeks. Not that there's anything wrong with that in quarantine times, but this was before.
0: This was 1999. This was the before times when things about hygiene were standardized. mm um, So.
1: <laughs> Back when you had to change your underwear every day.
0: I'm glad that you said the everyday part because i I wasn't sure if you were just not at all.
1: Well, no one knows, and no one has to
0: all right. well, anyway, so Sherlock is like, this is probably either a copycat or you know, somebody that Wade Cruz taught how to do these murders and um, Gregson's like, well, you got the right guy, so I don't know why you would think that he would this would be in connection to Wade Cruz. And Sherlock is like, okay, well, in the original um case is. There was one shoe missing from each crime scene. Not crime scene, but the the house
1: where a crime took place. Yeah, a cr- <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's a crime scene. That's yeah, crime one scene. one fancy shoe has gone missing.
0: And um, Gregson is like, "Why would they just take one shoe? It's a trophy, obviously." Yeah, we've all heard of kill- serial killers on their trophies.
1: Come on, what kind of policeman are you? Yeah, and because of the shoe theory, they go up to the closet mm-hmm. and check. Oh, right, yes. And there is a shoe missing.
0: Yes, 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 yes.
1: And Gregson's like, Whoa. well, actually, I don't know if this part comes later, but Gregson's like, well, people lose shoes all the time. And Sherlock's like, mm, not a $1,000 shoes. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Gregson's doubting it a little bit.
1: Yeah. Although apparently Sherlock has never seen Cinderella.
0: Um, That shoe was left behind on purpose, so it wasn't- Wells
1: Bullshit! I mean, it was a great plot point that allowed the prince to find Cinderella because apparently um, he doesn't have that part of his brain that allows you to recognize people based on their faces. Hey,
0: my dad has face blindness. It's a real thing.
1: No, no, I it, I know it is. <laughs> it's 100% a real thing. You're There's not also a thing it. where you You're can't, just saying. Yeah, I'm saying that apparently he can't do that.
0: Also, foot. Not the way to identify somebody if you can't detect their face.
1: I mean, technically, in the original fairy tale, Cinderella has, like, the smiliest little baby feet. Which is why they were – it doesn't matter. Okay. But she definitely didn't lose the shoe on purpose.
0: In the movie, it falls off. She turns around and looks at it, and she keeps going.
1: Because she realizes that she doesn't have enough time because she needs to get out of there because she's going to turn back into a cinder person at at midnight. She doesn't have time to run back and grab it, but she didn't leave it on purpose. If she'd left it on purpose, why would she look back at it?
0: Look back at it.
1: So, welcome to our Cinderella podcast. Well,
0: in Into the Woods, she purposefully leaves it.
1: Well, that's an entirely to see if he
0: really loves her.
1: Well, I wasn't talking about Into the Woods.
0: Well, maybe you were.
1: Oh, I, didn't, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> that's a good point. Into the woods, Ashu. God Good bless you. <laughs>
0: so they're in the they're in the precinct precinct. Fucking hell, I leave some of these in, but I can't leave all of them in
1: No, they're in the pre so in the, they're in the five
0: They're in the pre-six, nine, damn you, fine Thank you Sure to give me one more time, get, low. Get low. Get,
1: get low, low get low, get low, get low, get low
0: To the it ball work? Okay
1: the, the rolling ball
0: The rolling ball of marble Marble
1: ball. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what marbles used to be made out of? Yeah, I don't know Sure.
0: Stop saying things that you don't know.
1: No, no. Okay. God's honest truth. The first two original marble balls were on the statue of David.
0: (laughs) 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 So they're at the precinct and Captain Gregson is briefing their special task force for Mm -hmm. this, you know, heinous crime. And um, all of a sudden you just hear, (laughs) (laughs) and it's Sherlock's phone ringing. Um, and it's Joan calling him. And he turns it off and then he gets a text from her that says, answer your phone, period.
1: Now, he must have changed it recently after she asked too many personal questions. Oh,
0: yeah. You think he was like, I hate you now. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if like once- She's nice to him again and he like warms up to her. He's like, I'll set this to
1: You've got a friend in me.
0: (laughs) And she sets her ringtone for when he's calling to the clash London calling. Because he's Brit he's
1: he's British. He's what? He's British. I had no idea.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, anyway. So Uh Sherlock is just continuing to um ignore ignore Joan. And he goes to Gregson and he's like, Alright, so you and I gotta talk to Wade Cruz. And Gregson is like, No, we actually don't and we're not going to because it's not a lead yet. So
1: no. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. You can make me. I and mean, I'm I'm the look at me. Look at I am the captain now. And always, and, and old.
0: so, and he's like he would say that he was partnered with the Taliban. He would say he was partnered with anybody. So
1: to, yeah, to try to get a reduced sentence, it's not gonna be helpful. So we don't we don't need to talk to him. We'll get nothing out of them.
0: Yeah. So they gotta go. He, you know, Sherlock has got to um, look for more uh,
1: blues clues.
0: Blues clues. Bow, bow, bow. Um, And he gets another call from Joan and he finally picks up and he's like, look, I understand your diligence, but the spot and Joan is like, oh, interesting that the reception is bad where you are because it's great where I am and I'm 10 feet away from you. And he turns around and there she is. (gasps) There she is. Um, And he's like. Um, okay, well, hello, you're here. Uh, let me tell you how this is going to work. I don't like you anymore. We're not friends. And I will follow the letter of our arrangement. And no more, no less. I'll give you any bodily fluids you want. <laughs> but I'm not going to give you info about my personal life. And he's, he's going on and on about this. And she's like, that's not how and he goes, I'm not done. And she goes, Oh, you're not done. And then, um, he keeps going about how his personal life is his own business. Um, I just really like this moment because it's just, it's a Joan pushing back on Sherlock mm. of, like, not just being like, oh, 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 sorry. You know, like, if she had just tried to interrupt and then had been silenced by him, I feel like yeah. it has a different feeling when she's like, oh, he's not done.
1: Yeah, talking back and getting sassy with him.
0: Yeah, because he's getting sassy with her and, um... So, uh so she's like, "Okay, I'll check in with you every 2 hours. Goodbye." And she turns 360 degrees and walks away.
1: Yeah, d- the whole episode she's just like, "Fine. Fine. I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm not I'm not going to sulk about this. In fact, I'm going to go do my own detecting shit.
0: I'm going to deduce you." Dang. The deducer becomes the deduced.
1: The da- damn.
0: <laughs> So Bell goes to the captain and Sherlock and he's like, I found this IP address of a guy who used to work for the family that got killed and he sent threatening emails because he got fired by them. And Captain Gregson is like, see, that's a lead. Bell gets a sticker and you don't. (laughs) He's the special boy. You're on my nerves, Sherlock. Yeah. Yeah. So they go to the guy, and he seems like a real loser. And um, he's like, I live alone. My alibi is that I was watching TV. And Sherlock is like, hmm. And he kind of walks away. And Captain is like, what are, you, what are you thinking? And Sherlock's like, he's looked at the floor three times since we he started talking.
1: And that is not a nice rug. No. So he's not just checking out.
0: He's not just admiring his new carpeting and he's like he must be looking at the basement which what brains are weird the way they're like you just kind of look in the direction of the thing that you're worried about even when it's not visible yeah or, you know
1: yeah when he he like not yeah, the door. Of you would, the yeah, I was gonna say you'd, you'd think he'd, he'd be looking at the door. Nope. But but I guess I guess if you know there's something underneath you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're like, can I hear it from here? Yeah. Yeah. So Sherlock is like, hi, hey, hey, guy, hey, creepy weirdo. Um, can I use your lavatory? And the guy's like,
1: I'm American. I don't know what you mean. Speak English.
0: <laughs> and the captain is like, bathroom. And uh, the guy's like, oh, it's upstairs. Sherlock's like, you said stairs? Great. And he goes to the stairs and he goes downstairs into the basement because he, you know, he can't be told what to do. And the reason they're he's just investigating the basement now and not getting a warrant is because he thinks that the guy might, like, do something if they leave to get a warrant and come back. He'll, yeah, like,
1: get rid of the evidence. He'll
0: shred the, you know, embezzlement papers or burn all of the pot plants he has down there or um, eat the gummy bears that he <laughs> st-
1: stole. Just burning the, the pot plants that you have in your basement is not a good way to get rid of the evidence it's just a great way to hotbox your basement
0: <laughs> that's true that's true that's true um when like reefer madness like policing started um get going into effect that was how they would originally get rid of the evidence is by burning it in big piles or like not get rid of the evidence but like destroy the weed <laughs> would be to burn it in big piles
1: you know it was like the, the novice rookie that, that had just gotten over his party base. <laughs> He's just like, ah, man, we should just-
0: We should burn it up. We I mean, burn make it like, down. Yeah. I mean- Just make
1: a big pile and stand around it as we burn it.
0: <laughs> but it smells good. I want to <laughs> smell it. I'm going to sniff it. It's like
1: a campfire.
0: Yeah. <gasps>
1: I want to make s'mores over a, a pot of fire.
0: You want to waste pot is what you're saying?
1: No. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So Sherlock is in the basement and um, there's like a metal cabinet and it's in front of a door. He discovers it's in front of a door and he hears some like sounds from in there and he's like, identify yourself and just hears like scared sounds. And he's like, "Holy shit!" And he starts moving the cabinet, and um, there's a there's a woman in there. He gets, you know, the captain and um, Bell come downstairs, and the guy as well. And uh, Sherlock has broken open the door, or Sherlock breaks open the door, and um, there's a really this scared woman, like chained up, uh, ch- yeah, to um, to the wall. And he's like, "We're ble- well in, in Ukrainian or Russian or something."
1: Yeah, it it, it says speaking Russian in, in the subtitles. Um, but I could have figured out what he was saying.
0: Yeah, he says "muy poli- polizia. Yeah, Polizia, Yeah, and uh, gives her a hug because she's freaking out.
1: I, I, I just like um uh Gregson like shows his badge to mm-hmm. to show that th- please. police, and then he like turns around and and looks at and is like
0: arrest him. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like. <laughs>
1: You get him out of here. At, at first I was like, why wouldn't Bell have just done that on his own? But I realized the, the angle that Bell was at, you probably wouldn't be able to see into uh-huh. the room.
0: He's like reading the Miranda rights and he's like, you're under arrest for whatever is in there. <laughs>
1: yeah. Bell's like, oh shit, it is illegal to have a basement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's why I filled mine with concrete. My landlord is not happy about it. Just to to finish up this um, thing... Uh, This woman, um, they get her in an ambulance. They're like taking her away. Um, She's got a, you know, shock blanket over on her and stuff. And and uh, it turns out she was um, came to the U.S. to be a sex worker and was sold as a slave basically to this guy. Um, And it's horrific, but she's his alibi.
1: Yeah. Last night during the murders, they were together. I mean,
0: if you would call it together.
1: There, they were. There were two people in a room together. Yeah, that's what. I, that's all I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were with each other.
0: Yeah, it just sounds. It, it just you know, it just sounds like she's like, oh yeah, we were hanging. We were hanging out together. Oh like uh, no. He forces himself in that room every right. time. Yeah. Oh,
1: hundred percent.
0: Yeah, we're not.
1: No, I'm. I'm together. just saying. That's where he. That's was. That's where he was. Yeah. So he couldn't have been out murdering people.
0: Right. He was doing a different terrible crime. So now we go to Joan, and Joan is. At Hemdale, the rehab facility that Sherlock went to, Mm. that he dried out in, as they say. And she's talking to uh, the therapist that he went to, and she's like, you saw him like two hours a week while he was here. So, you know, he was here for six months. Did you learn about a woman named Irene? And the guy's like, I didn't- I didn't
1: learn about uh, a woman, a man, a camera, or a TV. Uh... Sorry.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but the therapist does say he kind of, I I was like faked out by him for a second because he's like, I didn't hear about any woman or any man or any, and I was like, oh shit. And the guy says, or any names or dates. Or dates. And I was like, oh fuck. Okay, fine. No acknowledgement of people who aren't men or women. Fine. I don't care. I don't care. Ask me if I care. I don't care. But so he's like, yeah, in six months, in the six months he was here, he didn't say, he didn't tell me anything significant about his life. Mm. What do you think he talked about in the sessions? He was like, "Man, I really like I I don't miss heroin, but it was felt good to use it and I'm not going to do it anymore."
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, he could obviously talk about absolutely anything for hours on end. He could talk about the migratory patterns of monarch butterflies if he wanted to, but It's true. Man, oh, 2 hours a day for 6 months?
0: He could definitely come up with stuff. But I bet the th- the therapist was like, "Tell me about your parents." and then Sherlock is like they are humans. <laughs>
1: I mean, I see I, I I find it hard to believe that he got nothing. I don't know. I I do feel like Sherlock would take any opportunity he can to trash talk his dad. <laughs> but I also feel like he he would also um He could have j-
0: talked about it in a vague way.
1: Yeah, but but I also feel like um Sherlock would absolutely take pride in just like derailing every single conversation.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Which is funny, because like Hemdale did work, like he, he went there and he doesn't do drugs anymore. But I wonder if it's just that he had to be kind of locked up somewhere like a werewolf for six months. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) before he was before he was able to be back on the streets, as they say. Who says that? Everybody. Everybody's saying that. So now Sherlock and Belle and Gregson are talking about the murder again. And Sherlock is like, I don't think the original murder weapon was discarded. I think it's still out there
1: and it's been used for these murders. Gregson's so- like, Wade told me he threw it into a lake. Mm-hmm. Sherlock's like, Wade killed people. He might also lie. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. he is not... Uh- on, on the honor code. And he's like, okay, I'm going to look at these bullets. The bullets from the old case and the bullets from the new case. And Bell's like, with your eyes? And Sherlock's like, yeah.
1: Human eyes are precision instruments.
0: Someone should tell my eyes that. <laughs> So the eye is a precise weapon if you have contacts in. <laughs> I mean, instrument. The eye is a precise instrument if you have contacts in.
1: Also, human eyes are only precise compared to like deer and dogs and
0: certain cameras.
1: Yeah, but like compared to like honeybees or uh, mantis shrimps, shrimp. Uh huh. Crap.
0: How shrimp interesting? <laughs> That's no shrimply amazing. <laughs> is the flavor
1: text for mantis shrimp?
0: Do do mantis shrimp see in UV light as well?
1: I believe I mean so. In, I believe yeah. they ha- they're the ones that have like sixteen cones in their eyes, whereas we have three.
0: Mm. We got to step up our cone game.
1: That's what I've been saying. Get this I mean, man
0: some cones.
1: All we we got we got waffle cones and sugar cones and chocolate dip cones, and that's it.
0: It's like Ben Wyatt said on Mark, Parks and Rec. It's all about the cones. It's all about the cones. So next up in the station. Um, is, uh, there's, uh, Gregson's old partner is introduced. And did you recognize this actress?
1: Nope.
0: She plays, like, this age bracket of cop a lot, I feel like. Like, I feel like this isn't the first time she's played, like, a dubiously moral...
1: Former cop.
0: Oh, not former cop, because she's, I think she's still in the force, But she's, like, yeah, like, in her 40s? 30s? 40s? 40s.
1: In, I, 40s. An late, inner 40s. Late, late 40s.
0: Yeah, in her 40s. And, uh... She's like, oh, Gregson, I didn't know that you called me here. And Gregson's like, that's because I didn't. And Sherlock is like, I did. And because um, he wants to ask her some questions about the original case. And Gregson's like, stop questioning my original case. I'm a good cop. I'm a good cop. I figured it out the first time. So now um, Belle is uh, debriefing some more people. And uh, giving them new briefs to wear.
1: Mm-hmm. And one guy's like, I, I want my boxers. Yeah.
0: Or you should have breathe in. <laughs> and he says, you know, we're looking, we have two options. Either he always had an accomplice, Wade Cruz, or now he has an accomplice that he has groomed to follow him. And Sherlock is like, well, technically there are more options. It could be a trained monkey who has read about the article in the news. <laughs> It could, be a exact, it could be a supreme coincidence. It could be that we all dreamed the first one, Ooh. the original murders. Nightmare to them.
1: A society-wide nightmare.
0: Very Jungian.
1: Mm. Well, I mean, it actually does make sense if you think about it, um, because the people behind the simulation wouldn't want to have to come up with a bunch of different dreams for everybody.
0: Well, they could use a randomizer. The algorithm would still be not random.
1: Yeah.
0: Why are you talking about the simulation like it's normal?
1: Oh, sorry, I forgot. We're not supposed to talk about it. I don't know about it. Is that better?
0: What simulation?
1: Yeah. I love my alien overlords. No, but
0: really, what simulation?
1: What alien overlords?
0: My man.
1: You son of a bitch, I'm in.
0: But So what Really, what Sherlock really says is the third option is that Wade Cruz has been innocent all, all along and they put away the wrong man. And Gregson is like, yep, you're going to stop talking now. <laughs> yeah,
1: Gregson clearly loves this. Yeah. He's like, this isn't a philosophy class. We don't need to talk about every possible option. Yeah. We don't need to debate it.
0: Sherlock is like, Wade Cruz's dog could have done it. <laughs> so uh, so they're they're leaving the meeting, and, and Sherlock is like, I don't mean to pry, but what happened with your old partnership that it fell apart? It seems like you guys aren't on good terms because you didn't say hello to each other. And Gregson's like, shut the fuck up. You just got done finished saying that my old case was possibly wrong. I don't want to talk to you.
1: Yeah. We're not friends right now, buddy.
0: Yeah. So Gregson is like, Fuck off. So we cut to Joan and Joan is still at Hemdale and she's talking to the group therapist now who's like, yeah, in group therapy, he was also
1: annoying. <laughs> she, She's like, Sherlock was the absolute best client I've ever had. The absolute best at being the worst.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you want to learn something about him? He sucks. <laughs> There's some info about him. And then Joan spots a gardener in the background of the shot who is spraying um, a tree uh, that's got a bee's nest in it and he's spraying some calm bee juice.
1: Well, yeah, and, and she doesn't know that, but but he's, he's, he's spraying it with something and it's not an aerosol can. Right. It's it's not a bottle of BB bee, bee gone.
0: BB gone. Um, yeah, it's um, she goes up to him and she's like, that's beekeeping equipment. I know somebody who likes beekeeping. And he's like, Sherlock, you're talking about Sherlock. And um, so, of course, Sherlock befriends somebody who works at Hemdale who isn't there to actually help him with his rehab at all.
1: Yeah, I I, I kind of like this about Sherlock um, that that he becomes friends with just people not not based on uh, what they wear or or, um, or what their job is or yeah anything like that. It's literally just people he finds interesting yeah for one reason or another
0: yeah the gardener says he said i was the only person in this place without an agenda i guess that means he liked me which if you think about it he did have an agenda it was to keep the
1: grounds Yes, the groundkeeper's agenda was to keep the ground, and the therapist's agenda was to therapize.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they're like he's like they're all trying to get me to change.
1: All oh, these bastards are trying to help me. Help me!
0: They're only here for m- me and improving my
1: life. Jerk.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. It's about you. <laughs> so now Sherlock and Gregson go to the jail because there's finally an official connection between the original Wade Cruz murders and the current ones. So they're talking to Wade Cruz in his jail cell.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's fixed himself up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Cut his hair, shaved mm-hmm. his beard.
0: Got creepy little round glasses. They look creepy on him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, he does not look like somebody I want to meet in a dark alley.
0: Or in a lit up alley. Honestly.
1: Or just uh, anywhere.
0: Yeah. I don't want to meet this guy.
1: He's got bad vibes.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. He is like all like reformed and stuff. He's like, I let go of anger a long time ago and um, I didn't do it. I'm smart now and I'm not angry and I'm innocent. And he quotes war and peace at them. Tolstoy.
1: I Yeah, I was confused by that because I thought war and peace was written by um, Sun Tzu.
0: That is the art of war.
1: It's not the art of war and peace. Two different things.
0: Yeah, one is a novel.
1: Dude, I gotta fucking go to jail so I can learn some (laughs) (laughs)
0: literature. (laughs) Yeah, I want to be a lawyer. I've heard that you can- do that in jail. Yeah.
1: From from jail. Plenty of time.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So he he's like, I even had an alibi and they're like, Your alibi was a woman named Carla Figueroa. She recanted the second we asked her to go on the stand. And
1: he's like, like, Yeah, because she was a married woman and so she wasn't gonna just Admit to having an affair, it would ruin her marriage.
0: Right, so she decided to send me to prison forever instead.
1: Yeah. She's like, I have terrible taste in women
0: <laughs>
1: who would who would rather send an innocent man to jail for the rest of his life than ruin their marriage.
0: Mm-hmm. Marriage that she was already arguably mar- ruining herself. Mm-hmm. So um, Gregson is like, okay, but we have your fingerprints at the scene of the crime. And he's like, that fingerprint evidence was planted, duh. I did not put them there. You know that. And Gregson is like, we're
1: leaving. You took my fingers and put them in a pot of dirt. (laughs) They were planted.
0: And you watered them.
1: And cared for them for 12
0: years. (laughs) So, yeah, Gregson is like, okay, we're leaving. You're lying. Goodbye. Um, So now we go to Joan. And Joan is talking to the gardener and she's like, he has to tell me about Irene. I have to know more about his past. Did Sherlock ever tell you about a woman named Irene?
1: Nope. Is what the gardener says. Is what he says. But he says the name sounds familiar. So he takes Joan into his um, shed of lost toys, mm-hmm. and and there's a stack of envelopes tied together with twine. Mm-hmm. Very old timey. And and they are um, addressed to or addressed from.
0: They are letters to Sherlock from Irene
1: from Irene Adler.
0: Irene Adler.
1: P.O. Box 5 Sepnile.
0: What a suspiciously familiar name to the Sherlock Canon.
1: Mm. Mysterious lady.
0: Mysterious lady. Um, so Jonah's like, oh damn, thank you. Um so um so now Sherlock and Gregson, this is just like a Sherlock and Gregson going on an adventure episode.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> they go to Carla Figueroa's house. And they're in the driveway and this kid comes up to them and goes, yo, dogs, my dad's going to go ape if you stay in our driveway. This is totally unradical. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say all of that, but he does say go it, ape.
1: It'd be totally tubular if you guys left. Yeah.
0: And they're like, we'd like to speak to your mom. And he's like, mm, me too. So would I. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Give me to it.
0: Because uh, she died a few years ago. Yeah.
1: He then pulls out a Ouija board. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. It's no. a Waluigi board.
0: And it just says, Wah. Wah. So go, that's- Carla,
1: were you having an affair? Wah. Wah.
0: So uh, they leave because that's not helpful. Because he's like, my dad's inside. And they're like, no, he's not going to- Nope. Yeah.
1: Had to be your mom.
0: Had to be your mom. Which without the context sounds- Weird, but knowing they're police officers, it's not weird. Well, one of them is a police officer. So Sherlock is like, "All right, I was watching you in the prison, Gregson, and I noticed that when um, he mentioned the planted evidence, you swallowed twice. And if you weren't something, somebody that I deeply respected, I would think you had something to hide." And Gregson's like, "Sounds like you think that anyway." Mm. And Sherlock is like, "I'm not accusing you. I'm just saying you could have, you know, maybe something going on." Maybe some, maybe And Gregson is like, "No, I know there isn't." Watch the tapes.
1: Yeah, watch the interview mm-hmm. of when we originally questioned Wade. I was just gonna say, Gregson. This episode looks like he is constantly, approximately five seconds away from decking Sherlock in the nose. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's like um, that picture of that kid with the, all the veins. <laughs> That's him the entire episode. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he's like watch the interview. He was like gloating about it. He was so creepy, and he tried to hide it, but he he couldn't. So Sherlock does that.
1: Yeah, he he starts watching the tapes, and and, and right away, uh, you can you can tell what Gregson's talking about. Like the the second line of the tape, um, is is Wade going, oh, I don't remember, but but maybe you can show me those crime scene photos again. Yeah, he's like, like. For him, this is clearly one way to get off.
0: Oh, uh, bu- 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 bu-
1: this guy's got a foot fetish, which is why he takes the shoes.
0: But another and, one and, is
1: murder. And he's got a murder fetish, which is why he murders all those shoe
0: wearing people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. He totally did it. He's creepy as hell, and he wants to look at the photos, the crime scene photos. Innocent people don't like to look at murder victims, which is why I don't like the opening of this episode.
1: Yeah, I also hate it.
0: Don't be so obvious.
1: (laughs) No, I think I'm just more desensitized to this kind of stuff than you.
0: Yeah. I, I,
1: I think I watch a lot more of these kind of shows than you do.
0: I try not to be desensitized to it because I... Want to relate to humans as other humans and not as pictures.
1: Yeah, I just, for me personally, I I have no difficulty um, carpeting like carpe- car. Uh, fucking hell. <laughs> Compartmentalizing the uh, TV from reality. Do you want to
0: say Do you want to try that again? No,
1: because I don't think I can say that word in <laughs> one foul swoop.
0: One foul swoop?
1: One foul swoop on the <laughs> swoop of a crow. <laughs>
0: Listen here, Mister.
1: Listen here, Mister. I'm gonna get a whole flock of crows in here in a second. There's gonna be a murder. A whole,
0: you know, yeah, yeah. Can it? Yeah. In one one foul swoop would be uh, the swoop of a chicken (laughs) flying through.
1: When baseball players hit the ball and it goes foul. Their swing is called a (laughs) a foul swoop.
0: I don't think that's right, but I don't know enough about sports to dispute it.
1: Well, I've never lied, so. Yeah, dude, I watched CSI New York and CSI Miami as a child.
0: I mean, I – what do you mean a child?
1: Like, uh, I I mean, I I remember watching it, like, when I was in school, like, with my mom. Like, when's the last time I actually watched a show with my – well, The Rookie with Nathan Fillion. But besides that, when did I actually, like, watch TV with my mom, like – probably like early middle school
0: hmm yeah when i was in middle school early middle school i was watching jackie chan adventures and pokemon
1: yeah well i can do both
0: not a lot of bloodshed in those shows
1: can you imagine <laughs> bloody pokemon
0: Ugh. yes and i don't like it yeah remember in detective pikachu movie the battle scene and the charizard that's all got all those battle scars yeah that was cool It's dope that movie's good
1: remember mr mime
0: yeah <laughs> I do. And his shoulder pads look like dodgeballs.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, the movie's so good. It's good. Um,
1: But murder's bad.
0: Murder is bad. So Sh- Sherlock is, yeah, he's in the brownstone watching these videos. And Joan comes home and he says, oh, wow, you've been on your own side plot today. I haven't seen you. <laughs> um, I left some urine in your room because he's a cat.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and Joan is like, gee, I hope it's in a cup.
1: Knowing Sherlock... It's probably like in a bowl.
0: <laughs> like,
1: he's like, I'm not going to just piss on the floor, but I'm not going to make this easy for you. Also, he's really bad about doing his dishes. So <laughs> maybe he didn't have a clean cup. Or I don't think he would even, he would just take a dirty cup. And, and, and Jen would be like, well, you tested um, negative for drugs, but um, positive for orange juice.
0: <laughs> you have way too much uh, vitamin C in your, in your urine. <laughs>
1: Um, vitamin P.
0: Vitamin P. The P stands for P. <laughs> um. So, uh, Jer Jerlock.
1: <laughs> Jerlock wounds.
0: Jerlock is
1: <laughs> compartmentalize.
0: <laughs> I did it. Uh. Sherlock is watching the tape, and he sees Gregson hand the bad guy, Wade Cruz, whose name I forgot, a mug of coffee. And he's like, "Uh uh-oh. And then he looks in the evidence, and it's the same kind of mug.
1: A black mug with a white rim.
0: White rim. So he goes up to Joan. And he's like, we have to put our differences aside. You have to help me with this case. And she's like, um, if this is a prank, I i don't like those. And he's like, no, it's real. I need your help. You're good at moral stuff. There's a moral component, which is your strong suit.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I just love that. He's like, you're good at human stuff.
1: <laughs> I, need, I need your help because I need to deal with people.
0: Yeah. So... Joan watches it as well And Sherlock explains what we just explained To Joan And so they go to the precinct Um, I don't know if this is the next day or what I would imagine some time must have passed Because I think it was dark out when they were in there The brownstone and then
1: Yeah, let's say it's the next morning
0: So yeah, so the next morning Sherlock goes to Gregson And he's like, look, I know it's the same mug Why did you tell me to look at the tape? You must have known that I would notice the mug You know who I am and
1: it's like noticing things is my whole thing.
0: It's kind of the only thing I do besides deducing, which is the other thing I do. <laughs> And um, th- did you get the sense from the way Sherlock was talking that he was kind of hinting to Gregson, like, look, if you planted evidence, like, just tell me so I'll know that we have to hide that.
1: Yeah. Oh, 100%. Because
0: it wasn't like – he wasn't like, I will know and you'll go down. He's just like, look, if it's like compromising, tell me now. So that yeah.
1: Like- I, I mean, like, the, Sherlock the, – there are definitely times where Sherlock – Manipulates or lies to Gregson and, and the police as a whole. Uh, however, I, I don't think he's blowing smoke up Gregson's ass when he tells him, like, I genuinely really respect you. Yeah, I think you do good work. I think you're a, a good cop and you, and you do what's right. And, and I, I think Sherlock is thinking if Gregson did plant this evidence, it's because he in his heart of hearts knew that this guy – was a bad guy and he was just frustrated and he, he couldn't pin it on him any other way. Right. And and so he did this as a last resort.
0: And Sherlock expresses that to Gregson as well. He's like, you know, whoever did this, if it was done, it was probably done out of great frustration. Yeah. And Gregson says, fuck you. <laughs> he, he's like, I have never taken any perks. I've never gotten any free lunches, any gym memberships, nothing. Get the fuck out of this room that we're both in.
1: Yeah, I've I, I've never even in the minorest of ways a, a, abused my position, and and he just he just opens the door mm-hmm. and just looks at Sherlock until he leaves.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because he it it has that air of like get out of my office, but they're not in his office.
1: No, they're in a the side conference room. Yeah. He's just like, get out of my He's sight.
0: Like, you leave, and then I'll leave
1: <laughs> also.
0: So they're back at the Brownstone. Sherlock goes back to the Brownstone. Joan is like, how'd it go? And Sherlock's like, he knows that we know now it's time to solve the her. And Joan gives Sherlock the Hemdale letters from Irene. She's like, I got these. Um, you can have them.
1: Thought you might want them. Thought
0: you might want them. And Sherlock is like, "Oh, did you love reading them?
1: Did you you learn so much about? Did you find out everything you want to know?"
0: And she's like, "No, because I didn't read them."
1: like, I wanted to, I was definitely tempted to, but I don't want to learn it like this. Yeah. I want to learn about you from you.
0: And it's also like, she doesn't just want to learn about him. She wants him to open up and confront his own feelings. Yeah. And like going behind his back doesn't do that. Um, and she says, she even says like, she goes to say when you want to talk, but she says when dot, 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 if you want to talk about it, I'm here, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to ask you anything else about it. And, um, Sherlock is like, "Oh my God, thank you." <laughs> and he takes the letters and he puts them in the blender, and he' just like, she's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, he's like, "You said no more questions." <laughs> Bye. What a dick! I know. Also,
1: uh, uh, although hmm. really i'm I'm just calling him a dick because there was plenty of smoothie left in that blender.
0: yeah, which is from it was from the morning, assumingly.
1: Um, no, I think she had a glass Oh I think this is the next morning, I think this is just her m- breakfast
0: Her daily smoothie Yeah She has a smoothie and she goes for a run
1: And she used to be a doctor <laughs>
0: Um. This is also how you make paper, by the way <laughs> Is you put paper in a blender and you blend it mm-hmm. And then you smush it into paper shape
1: Yep, and then you leave it out in the sun for 12 to 16 hours
0: mm-hmm.
1: till it bakes mm-hmm. And then you get a, a cheese slicer
0: <laughs> and
1: that's how paper's so thin.
0: Yes. Um and that's why cheese tastes like that. <laughs> um so so Joan is like, "All right, fine, whatever. Let's talk about the murder. Like what do you, are you working on that?" And Sherlock says, "Yeah, there was an original um original suspect, Nardan, who was arrested around the same time that the murders stopped and got out about 3 weeks ago, right when the murders started back up."
1: Seems like he could be our dude. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, they, he's like, but this guy is Chechenian, mm-hmm. is that it? And he loves soccer. He is like, Joan is like, wow, those prison tats, like, are those gang tattoos that he has on his neck? And Sherlock is like, no, they're soccer player numbers of his favorite soccer players.
1: Yeah, because because also the guy got out of jail, but then stopped um, communicating with his parole officer, so nobody knows where he is. Right. So they need to find him. Yeah. And so, yeah, he he apparently really loves Chechen football.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's only one place that plays it, or there's only three places that play it.
1: Mm-hmm, but yeah. all on the same block.
0: Mm-hmm. It's in Little, little Soccer, Chechnya. <laughs> and it's all right next to this motel that's like, we accept cash for daily, weekly, or monthly rentals.
1: Uh, hourly hourly or monthly
0: hourly yeah
1: yeah i need i need a room for approximately 37
0: minutes (laughs) did you say round you'll charge me for the closest hour or for the next hour because i only need it for three minutes so would that be free (laughs) so sherlock calls up this motel to pretending to be a delivery person and what does the voice sound like that he does for this call
1: Uh, i'm an american yeah i got a delivery i got a delivery and uh I got a name, and I just need to know what room they're staying in. Mm-hmm. And which, which <laughs> because British people can't be delivery boys.
0: I mean, it's just it sticks out more.
1: Yeah.
0: If if, the, if I don't know if something goes wrong, and then they're like, you know, it's funny. I did get a call from somebody with a British accent asking about what room he's in.
1: <laughs> Although they would be like, I got a call from Harry Potter.
0: <laughs> yeah, Prince Charles called my office. <laughs> Um, there are only three British people, so they get the- they they got that. They got the number, and they're gonna go to the motel. So, the captain meets up with his partner, his old partner, D'Amico, and- Just on
1: some, like, random street.
0: Yep, she's like, we couldn't talk about this at the precinct, and he's like, no. Not this. This is a suspicious conversation. And, um- He's like, I can't believe that you planted that mug. And she's like, you knew. And he's like, well, no, I didn't.
1: He's like, I, I knew it was definitely lucky that a, a, such an incriminating piece of evidence was found at the crime scene—the
0: third crime scene
1: when we couldn't find anything else. But I just thought it was sheer dumb luck.
0: Mm-hmm. He's like, look, if we arrested this guy and he's not and he's innocent, I'm I'm gonna say something. And um.
1: She's like, hold up, wait, wait a minute. Besides the fact that I could go to jail for this, you could lose your job.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. He says, uh, she's, she's like, imagine what will happen to you. And he says, I'll be done. Doesn't matter. I'm not keeping quiet about this. Yeah. It's amazing. He's, he's not worried about his own reputation at all, even. You know, he's a captain and he's willing to just completely flush that down the drain if it turns out that he was an accomplice after the fact to planting evidence on somebody and, and arresting somebody innocent. Yeah. He's a good good guy.
1: Yeah, he's a he's a he's a good person. Yeah. It's too bad he's a cop. Yep.
0: <laughs> but also, I mean, sort of good that he's a cop in this world, this fictional world. Yeah. Because clearly they need guys like him. Whereas in our world we need no cops. Anyway. Now we go back to Shone and Durlock. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you did it on purpose. <laughs>
0: no now we go back to our plucky duo and they're at the motel so this is the first time we get another Sherlock and Jones signature move lock picking
1: <laughs> hashtag we're not the police so we can do whatever we want
0: still illegal um they knock on the door a couple times he doesn't answer and- I,
1: I, I like he's like. Uh, Sherlock's like, oh, he's not, he's not home, and I think it's Joan goes. If I lived here, I wouldn't want to be home either.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We are joined in the studio now by Produso Babo,
1: Produso, producer. <laughs>
0: producer Balto, who um is is nakey so that he doesn't jingle around. Babo, are
1: you aware that you're a good boy? Yes, I love him so much. Hotel door Motel door
0: lock picking So Sherlock pulls out his lock picking stuff And Joan's like wait we're not waiting for the police
1: And Sherlock's like
0: "Mm, can't hear you over the sound of me picking this lock (laughs) And they go inside They're just you know they're just peeking around They're not doing anything Except that they do very much do take something from this room
1: Yeah well it's also funny Because when they first go into the room To like open the door um, Sherlock like uses his elbow and, And to like close it to like not get his fingerprints on anything and then he's like oh wait i actually want to touch everything so he pulls out a pair of gloves (laughs) and puts them on
0: (laughs) yeah so once they're inside sherlock is like oh this guy has a drinking problem haha he spilled orange juice on the floor yeah he's you know he's got a sense of levity
1: honestly i didn't like fully grasp i was like did he also spill vodka (laughs) like was he making a screwdriver like i don't i just it went over my head
0: uh they go into the corner of the room uh, and they, there's a carpet that's like kind of peeled back. So they peel back the cor- the carpet and they lift up a floorboard underneath there. And what's underneath?
1: A goon. A what? A, a gun. A gun. A gun used by a goon. A goon gun. And it looks just like the gun that we saw at the uh, the beginning of the episode.
0: Oh, yeah. We did see that.
1: Yeah. I I still can't tell if it's like an older style gun or if it was a gun with a silencer on it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it had... Um, a nose longer than Scotty Pippin's, which is a reference I don't get, but Little Wayne says it in one of his songs.
0: So as they are sneaking around this guy's stinky motel room, they get a call from Gregson. Well, Sh- Sherlock does. Joan doesn't get a call from him. And he says there's a- been another murder in the same you know pattern it's a triple homicide this time so it was the couple because i don't even know if we mentioned this at the beginning the two victims at the beginning were a couple a married couple and then um this next homicide is another married couple and a house guest that they're like murderer must not have known that he was there
1: yeah and and on the phone sherlock's like oh cool great i think i have your mortar weapon
0: yep and then they're so they're looking at the crime scene, and and Sherlock says to ca- to Captain Gregson, "Oh, it's all it's all right, Captain. I know this is difficult." Which I just thought was like a nice. He's just empathizing with Captain for the sake of empathizing with him. Hmm. I like his human touches. That, that sounded wrong. Um, so Gregson is like, we got a lot of evidence here. So there's, you know, the, the bullet casings, which we can check if they're, they're a match for the gun. And there's all these cigarette butts from across the street that the neighbor saw. So we'll just run that against, you know, uh, against Nardan's DNA and we might have the guy. Mm-hmm. And then Sherlock is like, hmm. And he covers one of his eyes with his hand and he's trying to he's like making finger guns and like pointing them around
1: yeah he he's doing a bunch of stuff he he's standing where the shooter uh stood after he killed the couple and where he stood shooting the the house guest as as they tried to get away and 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 yeah so Sherlock is like standing tall and like pointing his finger gun and then he like squats down and like stands up quickly and then does it and yeah he's covering one eye and he's mm-hmm. while he's doing all of this um, Gregson also like tries to like have a heart to heart with him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he, and he's basically like, "Hey, I want you to know, I do know that it was the mug was planted there, and and I want you to know that I'm willing and ready to do whatever it takes to to make all this right." You know, if, if we
0: arrested the wrong guy,
1: right? If if it is. Um, it, Norman or whatever his name is uh, if it is Nardan I, I will get weighed out of prison and deal with the consequences and, and Sherlock's just like shushing him yeah, away. Yeah yeah I'm
0: trying to be a pirate go away
1: <laughs> and so like Grace is like I'm trying to to tell you something I'm trying to
0: yeah I'm trying to tell you something really serious and important
1: <laughs> and Sherlock's just like yeah, but you might be jumping the gun here.
0: Yeah, might might be fine. So, while they're at the crime scene, they go back to the motel or, or Belle Bell goes back to the motel and they and, and picks up Nardan and uh, brings him into the station. So, Sherlock comes down to the station and he's like, "Uh Nardan, think fast." And throws an orange at the guy's head and just boom and they're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so, they go outside of the interview again, interview room again. And they're like, "Why did you just throw an orange at that guy's face?" And <laughs> As he's leaving the interview room, uh the guy uh Nardan says, Why he hit me, which just <laughs> has the same cadence as why he lick me, which always just is funny to me. Have you seen that picture? No. It's a it's a picture of a um plastic snake in a like playground, mm-hmm. with, like a little statue of a snake sticking his head up, and then a a pug that's just like is fully licking and it just the caption is just why he lick me. Anyway, I
1: I do I do love Bell's confusion. He's like, you just assaulted our suspect, and now you're telling me he's innocent. Yeah, <laughs> like ha- walk me through this, please. I am so lost.
0: Yeah. So Sherlock is like, well, it's because everything is on the left at this guy's motel room. His all of his toiletries are on the left, and he can't even pour his own orange juice. I think this guy is. And Joan goes, monocular. You think he can only see out of one eye?
1: You think he has one fancy eyeglass?
0: Yeah. Monocle, or you're the monoclist. <laughs> um, but the other thing that, that tipped him off was like, otherwise, you know, maybe he's just clumsy and likes stuff on the left side, but his ceiling had little marks from a racquetball ball, like you might use to throw up in the air and catch. Which,
1: little- which is which, when he said that, I was like, well, yeah, the guy's living in a, a shitty motel room, he's on the run from the cops. I'm sure he's bored. Yeah, <laughs> and he's trying to entertain himself while with playing playing with a ball. But apparently, throwing a ball at a ceiling and and then catching it is a great way to uh, learn and practice depth perception.
0: Yeah, when you have one, one only one eye, so they're like it couldn't have been him because you can't shoot at a moving target from twenty feet away with your adrenaline pumping and only one eyeball. It's just not it's not possible. And
1: it was kind of dark.
0: And it was kind of dark. Exactly. And the the cigarettes that they found across the street are probably planted because they're not smushed out the way that you would step on a cigarette if you were standing up on the sidewalk and smoking. They're like ground out. Yeah. Like you would in an ashtray. So somebody stole those from his motel room. And while they were in there, planted the gun to frame him. So Gregson's like, is there anybody you don't think is being framed?
1: And he's like, "Well, Roger Rabbit.
0: <laughs> Clearly, you've never seen the movie.
1: that guy did it that rabbit is guilty you know how i know that they found dna evidence at the crime scene they found a hair
0: (laughs) anyway so sherlock is like look i'm not saying i've never been saying that cruz is innocent i've just been saying he's connected and now you you have to admit that he's connected then there's an interview on tv with cruz for one reason or another and this is where i learned that his name is not spelled c r u z like i thought it was it's spelled c r e w e s crewies crewies <laughs> you try
1: it i don't have any jokes for you
0: crewies quiz crewielius cooze if i say it enough times it'll sound like i'm saying cruz mhm crewies crewies are you hearing it yet
1: can we finish this fucking podcast
0: no fine and he quotes um. and he quotes oscar Wilde in his tv interview where he's like Yes, I, I'm an innocent man. It shall be what it shall be. <laughs> something, I don't know.
1: Yeah, you clearly know Oscar Wilde quotes. Yeah,
0: yeah. A good friend will stab you in the front. <laughs> and Sherlock is like, wait a minute, that's it. He knows how to read. How does he know how to read?
1: This guy was illiterate when he went to jail. Oh. And now not only is, is he literate, but he's smart literate.
0: and And they're like, they've had trouble finding his accomplice because he has no cellmates that he's friends with. He's had no visitors at all his entire time he's in prison. But- then Sherlock looks it up, and it turns out that he has um, he's signed up for a job at the prison library, mm-hmm. which is what Sherlock calls it. Also, have you ever seen that thing that's like she's broken because she believed, and then inside it's like, like he's, he lied. He's okay because he lied. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen the things where they take the letters that aren't he's okay mm-hmm. and he lied? That's what it reminded me of when when he said library. All I could think of was Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why so sherlock is like the library that's how we found an accomplice and they look up the library program in their in their prison and it's actually one that the my dad's gonna go ape kid works at because he, he saw the kid's polo when he was like you got a cow cowabunga out of my driveway
1: yeah said lifa lifa l-i-f-a which is the name of the prison reading program uh but also what uh my dad and um, every other Bostonian calls somebody in prison for the rest of their life.
0: <laughs> a life <laughs> So. Uh, They're a
1: life for rifa.
0: <sighs> so they go to talk to this kid, and Sherlock introduces himself because the kid's like, oh, you're the guy from my driveway. And Sherlock is like, yes, I'm a consultant for the NYPD. And this is Mr. Bell, a frequent beneficiary of my consultations. Which is just the most minimizing way to explain who Bell is. Yeah. He's a fucking detective. <laughs> He's not just the guy you tell your theories to. Eh,
1: isn't he? And and this is this is Angus 2.0.
0: So Sherlock is like, Well, Sean, did you ever think about the fact that you have bright blue eyes but your parents are both Mexican? Um, why is that? Maybe it's because your dad's really Wade Cruz. <gasps> what? And, and Sean is like, I don't know what you're talking about. Which I don't know that anyone actually says when they don't know what somebody's talking about.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I, it, it was it was like even if we didn't know that Sherlock is right because it's Sherlock, this kid's reaction. Like if someone was like, "Hey, your dad is not your dad, um, but actually a psychopathic killer." Mm-hmm. I want to be like, man, what do you what? I don't I don't what? even know him. Right. I would, li- would I would be like, what the. Fuck are you talking about? Right,
0: right, right. Exactly. No one ever says, "I don't know what you're talking about." Yeah, especially but, not in that way.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was as if the guy, as, as if this man walked into a store and was like, "Hey, you're wearing a blue shirt," and he looked down and he's like, "It's." Red,
0: right? I don't,
1: I don't know. I don't know why you're red. saying
0: that. So, and then they're like, "But okay, come on. Like, do you really think that your dad, like, okay, you did these murders for your dad, but you think he's going to be loyal to you? You think he's not going to sell you down the river as soon as he gets a deal to out his accomplice?" So that that gets the kid, and um, they go to visit Wade Cruz with a a briefcase, and they're like, "Look at this, Wade Cruz!" And they open the briefcase, and he says, "What are those?" And it is a briefcase full of single, unmatched, expensive shoes. Shoes. From the ladies that got murdered. Yeah. So uh, they got him.
1: They got him. They they figured it out.
0: The the son told them where they could find that. And that's, you know, they know he was the accomplice and they got him.
1: Yeah.
0: And Sherlock says to the captain, like, was that satisfying? And the captain is like, oh, fuck yeah, it was. (laughs) (laughs) So that's it. They got the guy.
1: So now the case is solved.
0: Case is solved.
1: So now we're on to some... Friendship time. Friendship time. Um, uh, Reduced from 20 seconds down to approximately three. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes. Joan is like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. And Sherlock is staring into the fire and he just pipes up. He says, she died. Joan says, Irene. And he says, we were quite close. I did not take her passing well. Good night. Good night. Good night. And that's the whole episode.
1: That's it, but that's more opening up, especially about that part of his life than he's ever done before.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's not insignificant. And boy, is everything he says an understatement. <laughs> um, so, um, that's episode. That's our episode today, but... We are on twitter.com slash LMNOPcast, where you can submit questions about any upcoming episodes or any past episodes that you have enjoyed. We put out a tweet this week um, saying that uh, this episode is about serial killers, so maybe ask us about something else. So we got a question this week (gasps) from friend of the show, guest of the show, queen of our hearts, if I can speak for both of us.
1: Well, queen of your heart, queen of my diamond.
0: Queen of the spades.
1: Queen of clubs.
0: <laughs> anyway, um, if she's not too embarrassed by us to be f- to c- discontinue being friends with us by now, um, Alex Leafcrunch sent in a-, a message, and her question is, how many things does Balto know how to do?
1: Dang. Well, that's, that's a fantastic question. There's a lot of things that Balto knows how to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are less things that Balto is willing to do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like what?
1: Um, Well, there are, you know, the dog things that he knows how to do, Mm -hmm. like any dog. um, He knows how to lick, he knows how to kiss, he knows how to sniff butts. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there are the things that I have taught him, Mm -hmm. um, which is licking and kissing and sniffing butts.
0: Um... Okay, that sounds a bit. Redundant. Yeah, well, here he comes now. Balto, what do you know how to do?
1: He knows sit, he does know commands for kissing. In fact, he knows several commands for kissing. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a kiss, uh, and I love you. For a very little time, I was working on do it, uh, which did work, but I got bored of it, so <laughs> we stopped practicing and he doesn't anymore. Um, he, he he knows what I mean when I say come here, um, but, but he, he but he doesn't always. Yeah. Um, he
0: knows how to walk towards you when you ask him to, but that <laughs> doesn't mean that he does it. Yeah. He knows how to sniff. Did we say that already?
1: He's a very good sniffer. And
0: he knows how to lick.
1: And he also knows how to uh, bring me out of the deep hole of depression uh, that happens every now and then.
0: And how does he do that?
1: With the licking and the kissing and the occasional sniffing. <laughs>
0: Well, um, that's all the questions we have this week. I think we gave a rather thorough answer. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, we would love that. We also have a new Discord, yeah. which you can find by following the link on our Noiseface page, or we tweeted it out. And well, um, Oh we got our pinned tweet. How about that? Oh. Wow. Oh. Pinned tweet. Just tack dis- it on supporters. up there. We would love to converse with you about Balto and Joan and Sherlock.
1: And shown in Jurlock.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and Beductive Dell and Gregson. His name is Gregson. And uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at Flight B. The second B stands for Buppy.
1: Buppy. And I'm the real Alec Fark. Also, I'm the real Alec Fark on Twitter. Hey. Yeah.
0: That's your Twitter handle. Yeah. And it's a true fact. It's true. Um, To all of our wonderful listeners, thank you once again for tuning in. This marble will keep on rolling. Goodbye. Goodbye.